back everyone to Capacito con Conciencia. This is Susia Mesqua. I have my compañero David, Leo, and we have a special guest for you today. Uh, and our guiding questions today is just reflecting on elections and how are we taking care of our well-being as we are dealing with elections and everything that's happening in the world. Um, our first question, uh, again, will be, how are we, how are we doing, y'all? Well, I think we could take a moment to, you know, take it all in. You know, it's a lot of emotions going around. Um, personally, the way, I mean, I, I could, I could say that I didn't see this really as a surprise. This is an update as of November fifth, around six p.m. So if you're if you're listening to this later, this is as of right now. Um, so you know, it's I saw this coming with the whole situation that doesn't be called as fraud, you know, and this and that. But you know, it's it's nothing new really from this from this person here in the office, you know. Yeah, I've been I've been um. For me, it's, it's just been more anxious than anything, right? I, like, keep catch myself, like, my leg, you know, I'm just kind of, like, going up and down. So, uh, and my heart racing or just, like, I'm trying to do something and I just feel too, you know, just anxiety or just adrenaline, right, going through my body just because I don't know what's going to happen. I'm kind of scared. I'm looking at admit like, I'm really scared that he's going to get elected. Um, so, like, those are some of my what I'm currently feeling. Um, I can definitely uh, relate to that. Um, I think for me, like the feeling of fear definitely comes to mind. But for me, it's like, it doesn't matter who wins. I feel scared. I feel scared of the reaction um, from either side, right? Um, I'm scared of, you know, things getting worse before they get better. And I feel like we're used to that, right? Like we're used to like things getting, you know, for lack of better words, like shitty and then it gets better. But y'all, it's been a hard year. It's been a hard four years and I'm tired. So I'm, I'm scared for like, regardless of the outcome. I can definitely, definitely relate to every single one of y'all. Um, but to be quite frank, I was afraid at the beginning Right. I was afraid at the beginning because uh, I wasn't sure about what was going to happen. Right. Um, but I'm not anymore. Like. I feel good. I feel positive. Right. And and I think it has to do with. I don't want to call it, call it a revelation. Right. But I had this really amazing experience about maybe like last week or so, right? And it was just as crazy as dream. And ever since then, I just, I feel different. I feel reborn. I feel, I feel alive. I feel my senses, you know, are way stronger than, you know, than what they were before. And, and that's not to just ignore all the stuff that's going to come our ways, regardless if, if it's 45 or if it's Biden, the one who take office. But I feel more prepared, I feel more energized, and I feel ready to just start organizing with folks once again and start tackling, you know, all these issues that are going to come directly at us, right? I feel like now the main focus is strengthening community, right? And making sure that every single one of us has each other's back and, and we're ready to tackle just about anything. 
So fearful, yes, at the beginning, but with much more hope, you know, that we're going to have a stronger uh, front against any racism, homophobia, or any uh, legislation that comes our way. So, but yeah. Thank you for that question, though. I really appreciate that. And I think I definitely, um, when you said hopeful, I think at first I was like, I lost that a little bit, you know, when I was seeing too much red across the U.S. But then just knowing how many propositions that were such a win for L.A. and California, I think that gave me hope, right? Um, So was the DA for L.A., like she's gone now and there's a new DA, right? I think that's a big win. Um, So I definitely, again, like you said, David, hopeful that so many people would really like young people, right? Young people went out and voted and that showed in many areas. Um, Again, that, like you said, that gave me hope. And I read this, like I read this quote on Instagram, because if you're not on social media, then I don't know what you're doing, right? But I'm not, social media is where we're all getting our updates and I'm constantly on social media. Maybe that's not good. Maybe that relates to my anxiety and why I feel the way I feel, but there's a really good quote. I'm trying to find it. Of course I can't now. Oh, I found it. And it said, we are electing who we are going to work with and hold accountable, not our saviors. The work and activism must continue no matter what. Right. And that quote is from AOC, right. Um, and you, David, you just reminded me, right. Like the, and, uh, you know, just like the work continues, right? The work that we're doing continues. Like I mentioned earlier, um, we have a special guest with us today with Cafecito Con Conciencia. And her name is Sasha Rosita Crossman Amesqua. I am happy to be with, here with her today. And I'm happy to say that she's my wife and she is a wellness instructor. She's an educator, but I'll let her introduce herself a little bit more. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I've been watching and listening uh, to my wife, you know, do her podcast on Thursday nights, and I'm always ear hustling from the door. I'm like, wow, I love what everything that y'all talk about. So it's really an honor for y'all to even, you know, consider me on here. Um, Because like I said, I just think uh, what you talk about, the work that you're doing is really, really dope. So one, thank you for having me. like Susie said, I am an educator. I think that's just like base level where I start, you know, I'm a high school English teacher, um, but I'm also a yoga instructor. Uh, you can call me a wellness coach, a meditation coach. Um, but uh, yeah, like I think I do a little bit of everything um, in that regard. But I think the biggest thing uh, for me is just making sure that I'm getting mindfulness practices to just people of color, right? Um, and just making sure that we are taking care of our mental health. Really, 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 really happy to have you here with us. Uh, it's a pleasure, right? And definitely, definitely looking forward into diving into this conversation today. Yes, I'm excited to have you in this podcast. And um, I think this talk about wellness and it doesn't, it's not a, it's like, it's in such a, what a better time to talk about wellness and talk about like our mental health when there's so much anxiety and, and stress that people are feeling right now because of elections, right? And I think a lot of times when we're like ignorant about that and like acknowledging that, I think we just kind of release that energy in other ways, right? Um, so it's like bonus, especially for, again, for like, for, you know, brown folks, 
right? Wellness is like meditation, yoga. That's something that it's not something so common. Yeah, I think um, it's just funny that you um, say that, Susie. Like, you know, you say like as, as brown people, like us as brown people. But you know, what's crazy about that is us as brown people, we've been taking care of ourselves and our mental health since the beginning of time. Um, we called it something different, right? You know, we, we we prayed and we took care of the food that we ate and we honored the animals that, you know, that we use for food. I mean, we've, we've been doing this. We gave back to the land. We gardened. We did all of these things. And because it's not like a cookie cutter uh, way of saying like self-care, it doesn't mean that we don't do it. Um, I think where our issue falls is we don't acknowledge that as self-care. We don't acknowledge um, stopping and taking a second for ourselves. It's like we, we do these things to do these things, but there's, I think, that disconnect. Um, like Susie said, like we don't really acknowledge. And as people of color, we also just don't acknowledge our pain. We are so desensitized. We are so used to being hurt. Um, I keep hearing the words, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired yeah, we're, we're, we're tired of, you know, all of the things that we have to feel all of the time. Um, and now it's like, we're being forced to deal with our feelings. Um, and you tell people of color, you sit in, you know, you sit at a desk all day and whatever you're doing from home right now, because that most people are home and now deal with your feelings that nobody ever taught you how to deal with. Go ahead, deal with them. Oh, and throw an election on top of that. Oh, and a pandemic. Oh, oh. And of course, like all the great food you're eating as you're sitting at home and not exercising, throw all that in there. Right. Um, it really, makes it challenging but it's something that is so doable and can be so easy for everyone um i I guess it just like depends on what your mode of self-care is but um i say self-care can be as as little as like you know the food that you put in your body right um and as big as like having a daily practice that you do every single day um but if you think of self-care there's no like one size fits all like self-care is whatever you see it as it's giving yourself time to feel giving yourself time to heal giving yourself time to do that thing that you really wanted to do but you don't have time to do it um so think about it like treating yourself the same way we do these nice things for other people like you know you think about you know when you have a friend that's going through something and you like you send them a little like get well something or you you know you're at the store and you pick up that thing for that person you love right those things that we do for people every single day right we can do that for ourselves and i think that's considered self-care yeah definitely i don't know what do y'all i mean self-care right i think that was our topic last time how, how did we deal with that y'all how do we do with practicing self-care? Well, holding us, holding myself accountable to what we did for challenging ourselves was taking a moment out of the out of our days. You know, like we said last time, uh, if let's say you work six days a week, you're constantly working, and then you just go back home, eat, and wake up the next day and do the same thing all over again. So what I did was when I got off of work or something, and I was working from home, um, I took the time to pick up my skateboard and just take a take a stroll around the, the, the neighborhood, you know, just take in the wind as, I, as, I, as I'm riding the skateboard. And it was very comforting. You know, it was a moment where, like, it f- kind of felt like a silence. You know, it was just, it, I was just living in that moment that was there. So it was just that little thing for me that really detached me away from my daily and weekly schedule that what what's that name of the song that everybody's been using on that skateboard? Did did you by any chance record yourself? <laughs> you know, tambien with that song in the back. Oh, I don't know the name of the song, but um, 
Who knows? Maybe maybe you would have been the next the next person to go viral, you know? But just saying, next time. Um Sasha, I, I think you hit it right on the nail, right? It's I think we used to do it a lot and and then somehow, some way, you know, it's just we've kind of just drifted away from it and and really focused on this idea of like I gotta produce right I gotta produce I, I gotta be on my toes and I always gotta do something right um, whether it's for work at work uh, for work at home organizing whatever the case might be you always gotta be doing something right because that's that's the mentality and I think that's what kind of capitalism drives us to do right in order to kind to just have all these What's the word for it? I don't have the word for it. But just to have like kind of not a luxurious life, but to have all these other things that we want, right? We we need to work and we need to produce. And we forget about, you know, taking care of ourselves, taking care of our mental health, of our physical health. Um, for me, you know, is always choosing the best coffee, right? So, and again, I people know me. It's like I always talk about going to the best cafes, Right. So it's always choosing the best ca- coffees over that green logo corporation, right? That everybody is is aware of, where you gotta say like a million names before you get your order correctly. Um, <coughs> Starbucks. <coughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think that's. I don't know. Similarly, I forget sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, for me, it's that. You know, it's and you know, as as some folks might have seen, it's like I went to El Cielito. Right. And and I went and I tried the rompope latte. Disclosure, it does not have alcohol, right? But it was just amazing. Like that was that was the time of my life. You know, it had been months since I had been to El Cielito. And the rompope latte is just on point. You know, for me it's like you gotta have the right texture of of sweetness, but then the coffee punch, right, needs to be that it needs to be there. Otherwise you're not drinking coffee. Right? Otherwise, you're, you're just drinking sugar, right? And that's what you get from this green corporation, right? You just get sugar. So, folks, y'all got to be mindful and, and and really be cautious about where you get your coffee from, right? El Celito Cafe, South LA Cafe. You got folks in Boyle Heights with El Capullo Cafe. You got, you know, Cafe by Primera Taza. And I could go on and on and on. But to me, self-care, is that's just one piece, right? I love it. I love going out with my partner, visiting cafes, right? Sitting down. Well, of course, today, you know, nowadays we can't really sit down, but just enjoying a nice cup of coffee and having a conversation. For me, that that's what it is. And then, you know, just taking some some days for myself where it's like, I don't have to do anything. I could sit back and just watch TV if I have to, or if I want to, or just sit back and listen to music. So, yeah, that's what I see. Another great coffee place out there is Patria Coffee, right? In Compton, it's delicious. Um, my question is, um, when did y'all learn that you had a, like, about wellness or like where, cause I feel, uh, um, y'all, David, you brought up a good point about like, we're just in this mentality. We're just like, have to work, 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 you know? And, and Sasha, you made a good point like earlier about sometimes before, you know, praying was this type of self-care. And that just reminded me of like my mom, right? Who maybe I don't see her like doing yoga or I don't see her like 
meditating or I don't see her like going to yoga retreats or like being vegan and stuff to take care of herself. But I do see her like praying. I do see her, um, you know, she goes and like take some time at church, right? And that's like, and when she comes back, I just know that she really let go of some stuff, right? It's just like a kind of like, you know, it's una nueva persona, right? Um, and for me, I was like, oh, you know, church for me was like, oh, eh. it's not like my option, right? It's like, they're going to tell me I'm a sinner. So I was just like, rather not. So I, I think for me, it was just like, again, not seeing what taking care of ourselves was. And um, I think I just like didn't learn about taking care of myself until I was like having too much anxiety and stress. And I didn't know what that was. And I didn't know how to calm myself down. I almost, I'm, I want to, I like want to beg to differ on that one, Susie, because I think what happened is it's almost, it's crazy. We live a life that we get so used to, we forget. What Susie forgets to mention is that, you know, she was a, she was an athlete. She was a soccer player. So what was practice for her? What was, you know, being dedicated to her sport? That was self-care. That was routine. That was consistency. That was family at school where she couldn't really be out and be herself but she had girls on that team that she could be open and honest with um so what i think happened and correct me if i'm wrong but what i think happened is there was this transition time from when you stopped um playing soccer because of your um, ankle injury right and then that transition into college and you really didn't have to think about how to take care of yourself until you get to college because there's no one around you telling you to take care of yourself it's like you you don't take care of yourself you're gonna feel pretty shitty right um so college is like that wake-up call of like wait I don't have like my parents around just like trying to make everything better or when I'm having a bad day or when I'm you know when you wake up in one of those moods and like usually you have a family member running around the house that can just get you out of that mood just because right um we're in college it's like you're around strangers you have to learn you literally have to teach yourself so I don't think that you didn't learn it I just think it wasn't named um and it just goes back to what I said like we have our own methods of self-care and because self-care you even said it like you know you know your mom's not you know doing yoga classes and being vegan and whatever right um Right. But who said that that's, you know, like, again, like self-care is for whoever the person is like, you know, for, for David, it's coffee, right. For Leo, it's like going on, on this walk, right. That he needed to go on and release himself. But at the end of the day, if you ask each and every one of us, the way that we look at self-care, what we see as self-care, they're all different. Um, we just got to learn how to name them so that, you know, we can, um, you know, practice them more regularly. I will share with y'all that, so I would tell my wife, man, I can't, I wish I knew you when you were a soccer player because like she has really admittedly made me fall in love with soccer. Like I cannot wait to have little kids running around. Like we're going to be those, those soccer moms. I feel it. Right. And I would say like, oh, I can't wait to see you play. And she would keep talking about wanting to play again, but she just like wouldn't do anything about it. And I'm like, babe, like you keep saying you want to play, but like, I don't see it happening. Like what's up. Right. So long story short, through the grapevine, some, I think it's like a friend of a friend. I don't know how this happens, but there's this league and, you know, Susie can just go play whenever she wants. And she kind of tells me like, so yeah, like there's this league and she says it all like, but I don't really know if I'm going to do it. I'm like, wait a minute, that same thing that you've been saying you wanted to do, that's lining up for you, that the universe just brought right to your front door. Like, hey, here you go. Here's a league. Like, you, you know, you're going to do it. And long story short, she ends up going back, getting back into soccer, she would come home tired as I don't know what, but she was happy. And 
it was something that she I don't think she believed she would go back and do and I think I had to be that nagging annoying like no because this is what you love right the same way that y'all have your podcast it's like you need your passion projects because without them it's just work and that's miserable (laughs) that just sounds terrible right um so again I think naming it and I think you do know um, what it is, I think it's just like, oh, we have to like change what we believe self-care is supposed to be, what the rest of the world tells us that it's supposed to be. Well, there you have it, folks. When you have your wife in a podcast, she'll put you on spot. But hey, it, it's no, but really, but really, it's about accountability, right? It's about <laughs> accountability. So yes, I think uh, having someone to hold you accountable, right? My wife does hold me accountable. So, but I think self-care, you know, I think Without someone, you know, if you're like in a spot where you're just like, you know, it's it's hard for you to get out of that funk. I think that's the hardest part, right? To get out of a weird, like, that's why it's so important to like check in with folks, check in with your loved ones. Like, and if you see someone that is struggling, I think, you know, reaching out saying, hey, let's do this together. Because seriously, like, it's, it's like, it's an accountability partner is like, is like, it's so important. Yeah, talking to various people, it's funny how like they mentioned. Before, I remember always hearing this: "Is oh, try to if you haven't talked to someone in a while, just send them a message. How you doing? You know, and that goes that goes a long way sometimes for someone. Because uh, like we were mentioning in the last episode, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into your daily lives, and there's a lot of there's a lot of um, what was the word uh, values that people have. So they see different see, they see different things differently than others, but usually. We can all relate when we're feeling something that's on our minds. So really, like you mentioned, like we all mentioned here, uh, really taking the time and trying to see how someone's doing, you know, goes along the way. And I think it's also important, right? Because it's, I feel like sometimes it's so taboo, right? Like, especially in black and brown communities where it's like, you don't want to talk about self-care, right? And even then, you don't want to talk about what it is or what you're going through or what you're feeling, what you're feeling more than anything, right? It's like, it's difficult to have that conversation in our communities. And it's just, I think that's the challenging part. Aside aside from identifying what self-care is, is actually having or, or you know, willing to be vulnerable and talk about it, right? Talk about what's going on and, and, and what you're dealing with, right? So I think it's important, like you all have said, to find that accountability partner, right? So, and I do just want to say out there, you know, to all my men, particularly men, right, that y'all y'all need to just learn to be comfortable in a comfortable setting, right? So, we do have a men's healing circle every Tuesday uh, from seven to nine. So, if you're interested, check out Bloom Homie. No, this is not a paid advertisement. Okay, this is just a quick shout out to the homies. Um, but yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you, David. I think that's like so important, right? Because I feel like, um, I think it's just like last time in our last episode, we were talking about um, power dynamics, right? We're talking about power dynamics and at work and, you know, and I think sometimes too, it's just like when you're at work and you're in like, you want to bring something up, right? But you don't want to say something that's going to make you seem like, like okay for like for example and you know for example like women stereotype as like oh you're too vulnerable right you're too dramatic or you're too emotional right and I think 
that's like it's a such a hard balance because if you're a mujer and you are at work and you share your feelings and you cry then you feel like you're just that emotional mujer like always right if you're a man and you share your feelings and you sh you you become such vulnerable like you said it's like what the heck like where, where did your feelings come from you're supposed to be strong you're supposed to like you know the stereotype of just what it means to be a man you know and i, I think that's just like something that you know i think younger generations are like are really battling that gender expectations and like gender you know just norms but i just really do appreciate you bringing up you know just like we need to like continue to be vulnerable with each other and not seeing each other as like weak if we do cry or if we do share our feelings because if anything we're stronger by sharing our feelings you know yeah i i really love um you know david said something about like you know learning how to be um comfortable in uncomfortable situations and that's literally like i say that in every single yoga class um and I think that's really ironic because it's this idea, right, of like, y'all, like life is gen generally uncomfortable, right? Like pretty much like going through change, growing, like, you know, going through all of those like challenging situations, like that's pretty much what it is, right? So the minute that you learn how to kind of like embrace like that struggle, and it, again, it sounds like one of those cheesy things, like it's not um, the destination, it's the journey, but like low key, like really it is, right? Because once you get to wherever you're trying to get to, whatever that mission is, whatever that goal is, even if that goal is just self-care, and you look back and you think about, wow, like I did, a, I did a lot to get here. There is like, like that feeling is so rewarding. And even if that's just like, I said consistently for this long that I would do this. Um, that there's power in that because I mean, unfortunately, we live in a culture where I mean, they used to say like our word is our bond. It's not that anymore. People say things to say things, so your word to yourself and like the things that you commit to, which again is another act of self care. I think that's what you know is what keeps you going, right? So again, just getting learning how to be comfortable in uh, uncomfortable situations because you know like I'm getting something out of this I might not feel like it right now and I say this in the most challenging pose like literally you're in this pose you feel so uncomfortable you're like oh I want to get out of it and I'm trying to remind you like yup when we get a little uncomfortable notice how we can't even stay still like we have to like something tries to push us out of it but like notice when you just breathe through it it's actually not that bad okay this is challenging like you can acknowledge that but you're okay. Um, so I just think that was just like such a perfect analogy for just learning how to be, um, learning how to be vulnerable with our feelings. Because I think, uh, you know, Susie said like as a woman, when you cry, right? Like, and how that is interpreted. However, like me as like, you know, I, I identify as Afro-Latinx, so like as a black, people see me though, as a black woman. Um, and if I don't cry, then I'm now angry. And if I do cry, then I'm like this, like, emotional wreck right so I get like the two sides of a coin like even if I come in at like my sweetest right um just from who I am like it's already comes off as like I'm like this angry person which obviously is like not the case but yeah I was gonna say so how about we try um from all folks listening out there um in a little bit, we're gonna try this. Uh, Sasha's gonna lead us through this meditation, right? I don't know how many of us um, do meditation, uh, how many of us just pause during the day to just kind of like focus on our breathing, right? Again, I'm gonna be honest, right? I was not that type of person. It, again, it's just like 
self-care uh, yeah you're right Sasha you mentioned earlier like soccer was my thing and I didn't know that was my thing until I didn't have it anymore right until it was gone uh and then I didn't know how like what my outlet was and I'm not a, such a big gym person right but like again knowing that soccer was my way of like releasing energy um and I think uh and again meditation and like just taking care of ourselves and you know again that's something that is sometimes it seems so unattainable for someone, especially for folks that are just always working, right? We always have to work because we got bills to pay. We got people to take care of. Um, and now it's like even more complicated. Now we're, we managed our life, our work, all of the above in one space. And we're sitting down, if anything, majority of the day, right? So I think now it's like, what a better, what it's like, there's no better time right now than really just we have never had a moment to just pause and really think about, okay, what do I do to take care of myself and my mental health, right? It's like, a, what a better time than right now. And I don't know if like, if I were to ask y'all, like, you know, any, either, any one of you, like, what is meditation? Like, what would you say? Like, what do you think that like the definition of like what it means to meditate or even take it as like be mindful, for example? I want to say that this pop quiz was not listed in the syllabus. <laughs> Let me just throw that out there. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's a trick quiz, question. Pop it's a trick. Is that a trick no, question? I, I mean, I just... For me, it's like, I don't think a lot of people know what it is. And I feel like if I could just clear that up, maybe people would meditate more. Like, honestly, on it. So that's why I did want to ask. I mean, like Susie and I have been married together for like almost four years now, married for a year. Like, and she, like, and I, and I, she meditates with me. But when, again, just that question still, it's like challenging. And I, I think I want to just kill that right, right now. Right. Um, I want you to think of meditation or mindfulness, right? Just taking a moment to be aware. And if you think about it like that, you can be aware, right? It's not this people, I've heard people say like, it's the time where you quiet your mind. Mm, that's like an eventual, like, you know, that's, that's a goal that we hope to one day obtain, but that is not every person who jumps into meditation, their mind is quiet and life goes on. It's like, no, right now I am noticing I'm feeling this uncomfortable feeling. Okay. But it's there. All right. Bring it back to my breath. Oh, I'm thinking about that thing I was stressing about earlier today. Okay. But I'm aware that I'm stressing about it. Okay. Let me go back to my breath. It's just an awareness, right? Um, because that same awareness is what we can take into our everyday life. And that awareness is going to be like, okay, ooh, I'm feeling a type of way right now. Maybe it's best I remove myself from the situation. Ooh, I feel my heart racing right now. Maybe you're not the person I want to have this conversation with. It just starts to like translate into our everyday life. Um, and it's just awareness, right? Um, so if you think about it like that, anyone can meditate, Um Anyone can be aware and um, you can be meditative. And like when Leo's on his walks, he can be meditative on his walk by looking and taking in everything that he's seeing because he doesn't get to do that that often and appreciating that thing that he sees over there, the neighbor that just waved at him, the car that he sees. And that is meditative. It's just an awareness, so to speak. Sorry, you said neighbor, Leo's neighbor. Uh, Leo's neighbor is a Trump supporter, so he's probably not gonna. Not gonna don't wait! Don't wait! The other one, the other one. <laughs> Run the one down the street. 
So if I meditate, I don't have to like, uh, like I don't fly. I don't get to that state. How do I get to that state where, you know, where, what's it, what's that called, y'all? When like, you seen those pictures when people meditate. They... Are, you, are you trying, are you, are you, is this like supposed to be, Buddha? so this is called a mudra, by the way, when you put, oh. <laughs> put your thumb and your index finger together. And just think of that as like, if you're trying to channel something, however, you don't have to, like, again, you can meditate sitting in a chair, sitting on the floor a bit, like, there's no, like, way that it's supposed to look um and I I think when I first meditated someone told me you have to like put like close your eyes and I was like do you know where I'm from I don't close my eyes around people like get out of here right so I think that's also a misconception like you don't have to close your eyes I think like a soft gaze is good and when you get comfortable you close your eyes um so when you ask that question of like how do I get to that state of like there's gonna be this day I promise you if you keep meditation up a consistent practice you just do it a couple minutes every day there are going to be days where your meditation is up and you're like I did not even feel time pass I don't even like I don't even understand what just it's like this crazy feeling and honestly I'd say you could only feel I, I you it's one of those things you have to feel it to understand it but there's just this peace and all you did was sit there and be aware. And again, now you're not even aware that you were aware. I know that sounds weird, but um, it's one of those things that if you are consistent with it, you definitely will reap the benefits. You can reap the benefits as little as one time of doing meditation. Um, I've had clients tell me like, I just feel so, I feel clear. Like I have energy. Like I'm not as frazzled as I normally am. Like I'm thinking about my decisions, my words before I say them, the decisions I make before I make them. So again, it's just awareness, which I think everybody could use just being a little more aware, especially right now where we don't realize how much our actions can hurt people and our words can hurt people in such a fragile time. So I want to make sure that all the words I put out, like I'm just being mindful about it and I can feel what I want to feel, but like, what am I, what energy am I putting out into the world? And if I don't stop and have that awareness, like I can't, I can't push this yoga meditation stuff. I'm a hypocrite, right? So I really got to think about, all right, like, let me be mindful about my actions, my words, even my thoughts, because your thoughts, your thoughts become your reality. So um, it, it all goes back to, again, just that awareness. All right, so you already do this. This is amazing information. And I would have failed the quiz. I would have failed the quiz because I wouldn't, I would have left like 90% of that stuff out. So what would you have said? I, I, I'm so curious. I don't know. For me, it's just, taking the time to be by yourself, right? And not push away things, but just taking the time to just be by yourself and not to, you know, like ignore your surroundings, which is the complete opposite of what you mentioned, right? Which is you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be aware of like what you smell, you know, if you have your eyes open, what you see, right? You know, uh, the sense of touch, all these things, right? And it's just like, I'm over here just shutting myself down, like, doing the opposite (laughs) and I wonder David because when you say shut yourself down I wonder like I'm sure because you know it sounds like you've done this before or you've you've had some you know mode of this so when you say like shutting yourself down like what thoughts are going through your head like are you thinking about things or you like I'm just wondering what is that process of like shutting yourself down look like feel like I think it's more of like we gotta we got to defeat Trump. No, cierto. I'm just kidding. No. That that too. But now I think we're, we're, that too. Well, that too. That too. I mean, you know, we got to meditate. We got to be in the right state of mind so that we can take him out. But 
No, I think it's just to be quite frank with all of y'all is reconnecting with, you know, with the ancestors and it's just having, trying to have that conversation, right? Which is why I think I kind of just push everything away and just, you know, close, close myself down, sit myself in the dark and just have that conversation of like, how are y'all doing? But David, right? that conversation is not shutting yourself down though. I think like, cause I was really trying to understand. I'm like, when you say shut yourself down, I'm like, what does that look like? But you communicating with your ancestors, talk about meditative, like people meditate so they can, you know, reach that level to have that conversation. You are just bold enough to have it. <laughs> that's all I'm, that's all I'm hearing. Right. It's like, I'm, I, I'm just going to have this conversation and I don't need, you know, a method to my madness. I'm just going to, I'm going to do this. Right. And I'm going to have this conversation. So I still a hundred percent believe that's meditative. Um, and I don't think that you're pushing anything away. You are just focused. And again, aware, right. Um, you're, you're aware that while you're doing this, other thoughts can come up. So that's why you're calling it shutting yourself down from everyone and everything. Cause right now there's this awareness and focus that I'm having with my ancestors, which a hundred percent, I would say is meditative. So I'm so glad to hear that. Look, I mean, David's the pro, maybe he. No, 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 no. This is just, this whole thing is these, these last two weeks are crazy. Y'all I'm serious. Like these last two weeks are crazy because I have that revelation and then, you know, I had a talk with a friend and he brought that same, did the same conversation up and now you're bringing it up and now I'm just like, what's going on? Like, what, what's, what's going on? You know, it's just, anyways, Leo, Leo, talk to us about your self-care and, and meditation. Come on. You're, you're too quiet. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, just, just an overall, like we're reflecting over this whole conversation we're having, like it's, it's it's really like something we all need because you know to throw on to from the very beginning you know just working overall just having your schedule you know uh wake up in the morning and listen to that you, you you continue that whole cycle and then to throw on on top of that this whole pandemic and you're you're just having to figure out what you're gonna do for the person who maybe lost a job or lost someone to to this to this you know, it's 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 a lot at all at once in itself, and then you're trying to figure out how to work from home, trying to figure out what that looks like. You're, you're seeing other people that are around you going through similar situations. You know, it's it's all it's all coming to you at, at full speed, and then, uh, you know, and then now it's the whole election thing. You know, just seeing that and seeing other people that are affected by it, it's it's a lot to take in. And then I I I just really really recommend this whole situation that we take the time to look and reflect in in our in our daily lives and because because really if you just continue on that same path you know you're just gonna you're pretty gonna lose yourself and you're gonna pretty much go insane if you don't if you don't really take the time to slow down catch your breath and just reflect on what just happened yeah the the um i think sometimes that's why you know, sometimes so many of us who are doing and engaging this work, right? Like it's, it's, it, we're so, we get so drained at the everyday, like if you're in education or if you're like in uh, organizing in the community, whether that's in grassroots organizations or in any other type of field, right? That you're that type of person that like you pour your heart out, right? Into what you do um, because you want to make a difference. And I think that can be so draining if we're not taking care of ourselves, right? 
Um, I think that's why that's one of the main reasons why so many teachers, my colleagues become what's called burnout, right? Or like it's not sustainable, you know, because I think we just easily forget to take care of ourselves. And I know uh, there's another quote, I forgot who I think, you know, just practicing self-care and taking care of ourselves is part of the resistance, right? It's part of the process, right? And I think um, it's like, again, how do we, how, like, if we're going to continue, like, okay, we just talked about elections, right? We still don't know who is going to take it, but we did acknowledge that, you know, whoever it is, like, the work continues. So how do we keep ourselves sustainable when there's so much work to be done, right? And I think it's like, how do we take care of other people and take care of ourselves at the same time? That's, I, that's, hmm. How do you take care of other people and take care of yourself at the same time? Um, I'm always going to bring it to that analogy. You know, any of you who've ever flown on an airplane, right? And, you know, you hear the flight attendant say, you know, if the oxygen mask falls down, you know, put it on yourself before you put it on someone else. And man, like, oh, I can't emphasize that enough. Um, you know, we, we often do this thing where we can like run ourselves on E, like on empty, to do for others. That's like who we are as a people, right? Um, that's why we have like this extra strength to like take on other people's battles and like do all this. But like, you know, we check in with ourselves real quick and we got other things that we need to address. Um, and I really don't think that you can be any good to anyone if you're not taking care of yourself. And I wholeheartedly mean that. I mean, you could be doing some great work, but let me tell you that work is gonna be in vain and you will have some resentment later if you're an unhappy person, if you're unhappy with yourself, because all that turns into, I do all of this to make everyone else happy and look at me. And if that's not your thought pattern, that's fine. But resentment is real and scientific and there's nothing we can do about it. So the reality is we got to take care of us before we take care of anyone else. And you can't pour from an empty cup. So just, I think about the, you know, we've come across like Susie and I together, thousands of students. If our energy wasn't aligned, like that is, we are, that's really, that's, that's a lot of energy that we'd be giving out that is n not good. And then on top of that, I'm a yoga instructor and I'm here going through people's spiritual journeys with them. And if I'm not aligned on what I'm doing again, that's just bad energy. And I just think about that. Like we have a responsibility. If you're going to do what that, this work that Susie talked about, the heart work, right? The heart work, not the hard work, the heart work, you got to take care of you. Cause uh, then if anything, then what, you're just a martyr. What I take care of everybody else, but myself, like it just is one of those things. And it's hard, especially if you are a selfless person, which again, when you, you're in this work, you are, because again, whether um, it's for you, whether it's for your people, whether it's for, you know, this, this cause of greater good that whatever compels us to do these things, because there's something that, you know, pulls us towards this work. Um, again, sustainability, be feeling sustained, you're not going to feel that way if you're not good, you know. All right, so Sasha is going to guide us through. Uh, so again, if you're listening, uh, wherever you're at, if you're listening while driving, you know, of course, when she says, like, close your eyes, of course, you know, make sure you're careful. Uh, we don't want any accidents to occur. Uh, but if you can pull over, if you can pull over or just, you know, just find a comfortable space where you're at. Um, she's going to get us through a short meditation and then we're just going to, you know, kind of just reflect on how our experience was. So, Sasha, I'm going to pass it over to you.
Okay, so Sergio, if you are driving, do not do this meditation. Um, please just hold it off till later, pause it and know when you get home, you could just, you know, do this when you pull into the driveway or pull up uh, on the, like you, you got that you got some time. Okay, so just really. Um, but what I will say, and I'll even ask uh, the people who I'm have the pleasure of being with right now. So um, go ahead and you could y'all could turn off your cameras and everything. But if you could um, just go ahead and maybe close your eyes if that feels good. You're going to go ahead and plant your feet um, flat on, when I say the ground, like the earth, wherever you're at, just make sure your feet are nice and flat. Now your hands, options for hands, right? You can place them right down on your thighs, um, on an armrest. Again, just as long as there's not any pressure here. And then my last little request is see if you can just relax your shoulders down away from your ears. So again, you can find closed eyes or you could find a soft gaze, whatever works for you. When you're ready, take a deep inhale through your nose, fill up your belly, open mouth, exhale, let something go. With each inhale, see if you can lengthen your spine just a little bit more by sitting up a little bit taller. And as you exhale, see if you can just relax your shoulders further away from your ears. Deep breath in, deep breath out. So just scanning the body, we're gonna start at your feet. So take an inhale and on your inhale, go ahead and squeeze your toes. I want you to squeeze them as tight as you can. It's okay if you feel some, or hear some cracking or anything like that. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And exhale, release. And as you do so, just notice that sensation that you feel in your feet in this very moment. Take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. Now on your next inhale, just imagine this ray of energy or light. And now it's moving up from your feet and it's right over your, your calves and your, um, yeah, we'll just say like your calf muscles, your lower legs. And if you can squeeze those in any way, go ahead and take this time to do so. Take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. And on your next inhale, just imagine, again, this ray of light or energy. And it's hovering right above your kneecaps and then floating right above your thighs. Take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. And if you're having trouble imagining this energy, just imagine it as like heat. You know, when you feel like the sun on your skin, that kind of heat. And right now that heat is hovering right above your hips and your pelvic area. Now this is where we store a lot of our stress. So I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose, fill up your belly. Open mouth, exhale, let something go. And immediately letting that ray of energy Float right above your belly. Take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. Now our belly is what tells us so many things, more than our mind tells us actually. So if you're noticing any tightness in your belly right now, take an inhale. And on your exhale, see if you can just soften your belly just a bit. Now imagine this light or this ray of energy just floating right above 
your chest and let it hover right above your heart. And I just want you to, whatever color is associated with this. So when you see your heart, you're picturing this energy. Just picture that color, whatever color comes to mind. Take a deep breath in. Open mouth, exhale. And then imagine this ray of energy just floating right above your throat, your throat chakra. This is your, your seed of truth, your how you communicate. And just noticing if you feel any tightening or constricting in the throat muscles. Take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. Now imagine this ray of layer energy just floating right above your mouth and your nose your life force, your air. And just take a moment of gratitude here for just being able to have this moment to just breathe in fresh, clean air because you choose to. Take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. Now let this ray of light or energy just float right above your head, right above the crown of your head. Let it encompass your third eye, which is that point right in between your eyebrows. And just feel this heat, this energy now over your whole entire body. Noticing any parts of your body that still might feel any tension. Take a deep breath in. Exhale, let something go. On your next inhale, go ahead and squeeze your fingertips as tight as you can. And exhale, gently release. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Take an inhale. And on your next exhale, gently blink your eyes open. I'm ready to go to sleep. Wow. gonna give you I, I know I like I know like it's again I can't I don't know 100% how you feel but I just know it's like even hard to like <laughs> put put into into words um yeah most definitely it's hard to put into words <laughs> well I have, do have a question for y'all so when I was asking you to like focus right on like a certain area or part of the body what was that like for y'all did you find it um, easy to focus with the direction or did you find your mind still kind of going somewhere else and just so you know David this is not a pop quiz this is like for real I'm really I really want to know what that thought process was like for you what was the question again I'm just asking so when when I'm asking you to focus on like a certain area of the body like what comes to mind? Are you able to focus because you're being guided to focus there? Or do you naturally find your mind like wandering somewhere else and then being like, oh, wait, wait, I'm focusing on this thing that she just said. Like, how does, what goes through your mind in that moment? I think for me, yeah, I think uh, because I've meditated before and like I've been consistent, I think it's easier or not easier, but like I can catch myself that I'm floating away and then try to redirect myself to like the area that you mentioned. But I know when I first started doing all of this, I was like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Or like, oh, like, oh, man, like, this is uncomfortable. Or like, um, so like, I know in the beginning, that was, those are, those were my thoughts. Like, 
okay, what's this, like, when is this over? You know, so, yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. I would say that I felt the, like, the energy around more of my, like, head. And then when you told us where to focus specifically, then it would go Mm. flow to that area, but I would still feel it in my head. Like kind of circulating. It's it's again. It's it's weird to put into words. <laughs> it's so dope, though. I geek out over this. So. <laughs> it was interesting for me, you know, because it's different than than what I do, right? It's there's a specific focus, right? So it's like, oh, my toes, you know. I'm gonna use them all. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it was just like, okay, cool. my cows, okay. <laughs> well, but it did. It, no, it, it's it's great. You know, it's 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 a great experience. You feel relaxed, right? And then it's it's just that guidance. <clears throat> and I think I want to say that it was, you know, we were all comfortable enough to just like let ourselves go and do it, you know. And I think that that's that's amazing, right? So I think, um, yeah, it's definitely a great experience, and highly encourage everybody to do it. So. And then just for, you know, just set a reminder that, you know, you'll find what works for you. I mean, I've had, you know, people tell me right at the end, like, mm, like that just like wasn't for me. And I'm like, I appreciate you giving it a try, you know, um, that's one. And then two, I just remember when I first started meditating, I'm, I'm a go big or go home kind of girl. So um, I decided to go all the way to India to, you know, learn how to meditate and all that. So I, I went to this meditation retreat and y'all you meditate for 12 hours straight um, for three days. And the first day I was going crazy. I felt everything from like the mosquito biting me to the sweat dripping down my head to like, I mean, it was just, I was going through some things that first day, second day, halfway through. Cause you know, you break to eat and you know, but second day, halfway through, I came back from lunch and I just had decided, I was like, I'm just going to get this meditation thing down. Like I'm going to be like, I've been here for two days now. This is ridiculous. Like I need to get it. And I was almost like, "Mm, like I need to get this thing. Um, and so I started meditating and y'all, I promise you, I closed my eyes for what felt like a second. And when I opened my eyes, my friend Callie was like tapping me and was saying like, it's time, it's time to go six hours, y'all six hours. I meditated and it's so like that to me is so crazy because you think about that like six hours like people need to go to the bathroom people need to go do this people need to go like right like that whole idea but um it just one of those things that tell like reminds me like mind over matter right and like we literally we are so powerful we can do anything we put our minds to that's why i was like so huge on like david just being able to talk to his ancestors like that is something that i'm you know um, i I believe in so much and there's just such powerful energy behind that and like i think we forget we are just powerful um so whatever you need to do to feel that power whatever it looks like again um just just find it for you because again i know you want to do things for others but it starts with you so making sure you find whatever that practice is whatever it looks like um and making sure it's your own and personalized to you I stuck at the feelings. I was like, I gotta shake it out. <laughs> you still feel you still feel the light, the light in you, little. Yeah, you just feel like I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird like 
Where to describe? I don't know the words for it, but yeah. Leo, when's the last time you just paused? Like, okay, you said you mentioned going on your walks that you go on, but like, when's the last time, like, besides your walks that you just like have like paused? And on your walk, do you have your cell phone? I meant to ask you that earlier. Is it like a cell phoneless walk? Do you have the cell phone? I, I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. You do? Okay. So like the, I really think for someone who really doesn't stop, because even on your walk that you're probably enjoying, there's still so much stimuli coming in. Because even if you look at your phone for five seconds now, man, we just took in so many things. Um, so I think it's crazy when you're really like, just stop. It's the weirdest thing. You're like, like, it's a weird thing to just stop and think. And you know, when we do that, y'all right before bed, you notice that like, we're trying to go to bed and like, you're closing your eyes and you're trying to get yourself in like to sleep, right? So your mind starts doing this thing of like, okay, now I'm going to go to sleep. Now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to do that. Y'all, that's the only time in our day that most people do that. If they do that, if they don't just like hit their pillow when they, and like pass out when they fall asleep, right? <laughs> um, but that's a long day. To process just like every now I'm, I'm going to wait the whole day to process everything that's happened in that day. And for some of us, man, these days can have you hanging on the edge of your seat. Like it's so many things are happening in a day. So um, again, just taking that moment and just know that you do do it. Now you're going to be more aware that you do do it. Um, and just giving yourself more of that time, knowing that you like your body needs it. Like your body reacted so positively because it's like, what the, I remember just feeling, I, again, like, sorry for saying this, but I just remember being like, wow, like, I feel like I'm high. Like, why do I didn't, I didn't do it. Like, what is that feeling? And I'm like, this is natural. Like, this is like a, you could naturally feel this way, man. Like people need to, people need to get on this meditation stuff because <laughs> it has you feeling really, really good, you know? Yeah, it kind of, kind of remind me of when, like, he's, let's say you go to a certain area or you go camping, for example, and then your cell phones or anything you have electronically doesn't work. It's kind of like that, like that. It, the reality was just like, you know, whoa, what, what, how, how connected am I to this specific object? And I don't see the bigger picture that's right in front of me. And I think that's hard, right? I think like. I mean, I'm guilty. I'm a guilty person to walking my dog and like I'm checking Instagram or like I'm checking any updates, you know, and it's just like and then again, I I, I mean, now as I'm meditating and I reflect, right, it makes sense why I'm so anxious if I'm looking at my phone all the time. Right. And I'm looking at updates and I'm looking at, you know, all these things. So it's just like just like stepping, like you said, like just taking a break from that and like and just really like w walk around or do what I got to do, but just like to just pause and reflect on my thoughts, you know, what's, what's that called? Metacognitive, like you're just thinking about your thinking, right? Um, Cause you're right. Sometimes I only think about how my day was or some, you know, late at night and then I just knock out and then I just continue, right? But um, but I feel I feel really relaxed. I think I, my eyes got watery for a second. And then I, I think that, that, brought me back to like wait 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 what's going on you know <laughs> so like that kind of brought me back like again like what's going on why why am i but i think that was just like the energy right that i was feeling um and it's just crazy that we can we can get ourselves there right that's a crazy part agree leo's still having a trip y'all he's still tripping out and now we're, we're not we're not talking about you know the hallucinations and all that stuff this is this is that healthy stuff, <laughs> the real stuff. Yes, yes. 
We didn't take no shrooms. It's that real stuff. We can't afford shrooms. So. Or did you, Lil? You knew we were going to have meditation yeah. and you were like, oh, this is the right time. <laughs> no wonder why you're so relaxed. So what do you think... Why do you think people don't do this enough? Or why do we think we don't do it enough? I think for one, it goes back to what David said. Like, first of all, in order to do this, you're asking me to acknowledge a lot of stuff right now. You're, you're telling me to acknowledge the fact that I have feelings. So don't, don't you dare do that. You're telling me to acknowledge the fact that there's something weak in me. And I'm saying that with air quotes, obviously, um, because I shouldn't be feeling what I'm feeling, right? Because unfortunately in our culture, there's so much shame and guilt that goes into like feeling our feelings, which is just so ass backwards, sadly, but it's cultural. And I, I, I just always think of like our ancestors, the people who raised us, if they knew better, they would do better. And like, I, I, I love my mom and every way that she raised me and, you know, like, so I, I always just kind of want to put that out there. Um, but unfortunately, we have really been taught to believe that our feelings need to be put on the back burner. So, you know, why don't we do that? It's like, again, like we don't doing that is acknowledging so much. So I got to get past the acknowledgement. Then once I do acknowledge that I'm feeling a type of way, then I got to make sure the people around me aren't going to judge me for the way that I feel. I need to feel this way. And I, I don't want you to make me feel like a punk either. Right. And I'm talking, I'm talking to my males, my females, I'm talking, I'm talking to everybody, right? Like we don't want to feel like we're just like this vulnerable person or like we're overreacting or, you know, I mean, there's a whole nother for, for men. I don't know how you, I, I know it's really challenging for you because derogatory words start to come into play um, when you do have these feelings. Um, so I think, it goes from, you know, acknowledging those feelings and having to and being vulnerable doing so, not wanting to be judged about it. And then after I get past those two huge hurdles, huge, right, then I got to find what works for me. And that's hard if I don't know. What am I going to Google it? Am I, am, am I going to look it up? And I might look it up, but because I already think this is kind of silly that I'm doing that, I'm just going to stop looking it up because what am I even doing here, right? Um, so I think honestly, like there, there are levels to this. And I think the way that we can change it is just normalizing the hell out of it. I mean, I'm a teacher who meditates with my students every single day, every single class. And yes, I was scared. And yes, I was scared. My kids would be like, what the hell is wrong with this teacher? Like, we're not going to meditate. And there'll be some mornings where I'll have to like make an announcement first, you know, before I get into meditation, because it's the first thing we do at the beginning of every class. And the students will be like, miss, we're not going to meditate. And like, I just, that to me is so rewarding because it's like, man, all they, they just needed a minute. Um, and they always tell me, miss like, this is they're like, miss, this is so helpful. And it's like for teenagers who man with all their hormones and everything that they're processing and they're now learning how to like, you know, just sit down and deal with all of them. Cause if we have these emotions, y'all, you imagine with those teenage hormones, you, you remember what that was like, right? That's like your emotions on steroids. Right. Um, and so, um, so many mood swings, right? So to sit and meditate, I mean, I have students who will write me in the chat after and be like, miss, I don't know why I was just crying. Miss, I don't know why, but like, I feel so, so good. But like, I have to get off my computer right now, right? Um, And it's weird, but I feel like my students have learned how to like advocate for themselves and like be able to tell me like, miss, like I'm not my best self right now. Um, so I'm going to work on this later. It's like the weirdest thing. Cause as a teacher, I'd always want my students to like be productive, like 
back to productivity, right? Be productive, do this, do that. And now it's a win for me when my student can communicate how they're feeling to me, be vulnerable and be like, miss, I'm going through something right now because man, I have adults who can't say that. It comes out, it transpires in all these negative ways and we are quick to perceive someone as angry, but maybe they're just hurt and they don't know how to, you know, get those emotions across. So um, when I think about why, I think it's access, make it accessible, make normalize it, right? Um, I love how we now have celebrities who I like very much love who practice, you know, meditation, who will promote it, who, you know, they say like, you know, um, what is it like, Sick habits of like highly successful people, right? And they all like, you know, praise and promote like meditating, but nobody tells them how to do it. They're just like, hey, you want the secret to success? Meditate. It's like, what? Like, what do, how do I do that? Like, again, do I just go on YouTube? YouTube's going to tell me how I just listen to anybody, any person I listen to meditate, it's going to work for me. And it's like, no, there's like a process. I think about your meditation, the way I think about finding a therapist, another taboo, you know, thing, but you got to jive with your therapist. You got to feel it. So I would not be offended if, you know, David or Leo were like, you know what, Sasha, like, I like that. That was cool and all. But like, I think like, you know, for me to meditate, I think I would need like a stronger voice or I think I would need, you know, I would like music in the background or I think, you know what, like David said, you know, I think I'm just going to do my own thing, right? Because you got to find what works for you, right? So again, when people say meditate, it's just such a broad statement, right? It's just like, go meditate. And everyone just pictures that image that Susie was talking about, right? You know, mudra sitting in, you know, crisscross applesauce, humming, like, you know, oming, right? And it's like, no, that's, it doesn't have to be that, right? Um, so finding what works for you. But I think that's why it's hard, Susie. I think it's like, there's so, there's so many steps that a person has to take just to even get there. Um, and we don't see a lot of people who look like us that promote it either. So it's like, it's like, oh, wow. Like I, I, there's a picture on our, uh, a slide that Susie and I both have for our students. And it's a picture of Beyonce meditating. And the first thing students say are like, miss, is that queen bee meditating? And it's like, so crazy. It's like the littlest thing, but wow. Like somebody who they idolize, who also happens to be a black woman who happens to be highly successful, who happens to be meditating. Like, look at all that connecting that had to happen for them to buy in. Right. Um, so I, I would argue it's the same for adults too. Adults. So everything's a time investment. Y'all, we have to think about, we don't even want to watch that Netflix show because we don't know if it's going to waste our time or not. I don't want to meditate. I don't know if you're going to waste my time. I don't know if I'm going to like this. So mm, we live in a mm, next swipe left culture. So mm, I don't know if it's going to work for me. I'm going to, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to try it out. So we just got to make it more accessible. So how are we going to do that is the real question. My drop. <laughs> and that is why I married her. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think we keep talk. We keep bringing up uh, this theme of like making it accessible for younger people, right? Giving the young folks the tools that a lot of us didn't get access to until we were older, right? We didn't learn about ourselves until we were in higher education. We didn't start healing and like addressing our shame until we got older, right? I think this is another kind of like another layer right where we like okay i know about myself i love myself i'm giving back to the community and i'm doing the work but how do i take care of myself i think that's the next question right and and going back to like wellness and like taking care of ourselves is is, is so critical definitely agree and and i think you know y'all bring up really major points especially when we're talking about the youth right 
and 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 again for folks who don't believe that you know politics is so into your life this is one of the ways that we can reshape our education system right or instead instead of sending our kids to detention or suspension or any of that stuff let's have them meditate let's have them let's have them take 10 15 minutes to just sit down and meditate reground themselves center themselves right so i think this is one of the ways where it's like we need to have the right people in offices whether it's city council whether it's uh los angeles unified school district or compton right unified school district is like we got to have the right people in these seats because at the end of the day they make the choices for our kids Right, and it's like they decide how to spend how to how to spend the money, and where to spend the money. So, and I, I think kudos to y'all for doing the work that you do, for taking, for bringing in the kids, you know, and having them do this activity, right? And it's just it's amazing to to hear, you know, that there's a batch of classes, you know, going through this process. So, my hats off to you. <laughs> well. Thank you. This is honestly, this is so amazing. And I think I don't, I, I guess I don't talk about it enough. And I think uh, Susie is trying to get me to talk about, cause it's one of those things where it's like, I love it so much. So I'm just like, okay, let's just do it, you know? Um, but I don't think I've ever taken time to really like vocalize, like, you know, everything that I've, you know, said to y'all. So one, thank you for letting me really process, you know, what it is that I'm, I'm trying to do, you know, what, what my mission is and why I love it so much. Cause again, like when you're in it, it's hard to see, right? Like when you're on that path, right? Sometimes you got to take that look back or, you know, stop halfway in between that path and be like, okay, like I'm doing something, but I'm still trying to figure out what that is. So um, thank you for just allowing me to name it and and, and call it out and, and again, just process. Cause I think that's what we're all need to do right now with everything we're doing, just process. Oh yeah. Thank you for, thank you for just jumping into the, into the, you know, joining Capacito Con Conciencia tonight. And just hope to everyone who's listening, right? We really hope that this platica that we're having today, you know, it, it kind of like, again, it connects to everything that we've been talking about, right? Since day one about who we are, how we identify, how we love ourselves, um, our struggles, you know, our trauma. And again, another big piece like we just mentioned is just like, how do we take care of ourselves, right? How do we sustain a movement, right? Of loving ourselves um, is part of it, right? So I uh, thank you. Sasha, Rosita Crossman and Metzgo for joining us tonight. Um, thank you, Leo and David, for just engaging in the meditation, right? I think that is like big, right? Um, we don't always just, you don't always just like, hey, let's join Zoom and meditate, you know? <laughs> so so just like really thank you all, like um, thank you for joining us tonight and just really engaging in this topic that we, that we call like, it's taboo a lot, right? It's like, we don't talk about it enough, right? And you can meditate, you think about, you know, you know, smoking, and then like you get to like you smoke your brains out, and that's like meditating. That's not what it is, right? That's not. But I don't know if anyone has any other last comments or last thoughts. One last comment I want to say is uh, for any of y'all listening and working customer service or anything like that, and in terms of self care, you know, when you get that angry customer or something, they're upset over something, always remember. They're not mad at you. They're mad at the system. You talk about from experience, Leo? Yes. From experience. <laughs> so shout out to Leo, who is that person on the back end, right? On the back end <laughs> on the phone, who is trying to be patient as we are screaming. And 
So shut up. We need those people too. So thank you, Leo, for not screaming back and not hanging on us. <laughs> yeah. Raise the prices, Leo. Charge them more. <laughs> Charge them more. An extra twenty dollars. <laughs> no, it's just it's just always important, you know, because in, in those situations you just get so upset, but you just you just can't take it to heart because they're not mad at you. They might be facing you at that moment, but they're not really targeting you. It's just that they're upset over what happened to them through the work you're doing. So, and, and you know what, Leo? Like you just describe what happens with students too. Like, like seriously, <laughs> like, like they're mad and they're not mad at us. Literally. They just happen to blow up maybe on us because we're the first person they saw. So like you're saying customer service, I think what you're saying applies to just in general as a whole in the whole world, right? Like because what is that quote? It's like it's not about it's not about what happens to us, it's about how we react to it, right? And I think we can't control what happens, but we can control our re- reaction. And I know one thing about anxiety, right? Like y'all the literal definition of anxiety is trying to control the uncontrollable. That's why we're anxious. We're trying to you know, have all the answers to things that we're not going to have the answers to. But if I can control, if something bad happens, like this is the way that I'm going to react to it, that gives me some leverage and that kind of takes away that anxiety. So just remember, like we take back the power, like we have it and you're allowed to feel for, you know, give yourself time to feel that like, that's one thing that's really big in our house and our family. Like we have, like when we're feeling bad, we're like, I just need some time to like feel like this. And then we move on, but we feel our feelings, but we're just not going to sit in it. Right. Because what, what good is that to anyone? Right. But like feel it and move on. And there's power in that. And just remember that you do have the power. Straight facts. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in tonight. Um, I appreciate the conversation, the meditation, and just like the reflection that happened tonight. Um, hopefully by the time you are listening to this, um, Joe Biden has been announced as a 46th president, right? We still got work to do, but at least it's not 45. It's been an honor to host Ms. Sasha Crossman-Amesco at Cafecito con Conciencia. Thank you for talking about wellness and what does it mean to practice wellness in our community, especially black and brown communities. If you want to know more about what she does, check out her yoga videos, her meditation videos. Uh, please visit her Instagram page at Minding My Own Mental. Uh, again, check out her Instagram page at Minding My Own Mental. And thank you again for uh, for joining us tonight. Mm-hmm.